Yo, hola, homegirls, and welcome to another episode of the Hello Loca Online Talk Radio Show. This is your hostess, Miss Crazy, checking in on this fine Monday, December the 3rd. Happy New Year's, you guys. Feliz Navidad. Everything that I might have missed, you guys, here it is. Hopefully, este año is better than you expected it to be, and that any New Year resolutions become fulfilled for you. And that you live your best life. Okay. With that said, let me jump into what I always do at the beginning of every episode. And that's give you a rundown of my social media links. You can find me on Twitter under Miss Crazy. That's M-S-K-R-A-Z-I-E. And then under Hello Loca on Instagram. And shop Hello Loca on Instagram as well. Of course, my website, hellolocat.com, where you can find beautiful jewelry for beautiful homegirls. And one website, you guys, that I have been definitely, you know, slacking on telling you about, which I don't know why this whole time, is my music website, which is misscrazy.com. You know, I know that some people that are new to this podcast or new to me in general they might not even have an idea of the music aspect of me and vice versa you know so definitely check it out misscrazy.com for anything music related when it comes to me my albums songs all that stuff and then there's the boutique jewelry side of hello loca you know which is hellolocat.com now with that said You guys, before I begin this episode, do I have any regrets? No, that is number one. Do I have any regrets of my decisions? No. Um, And please forgive me if I sound winded. Um, This is probably like the most talking activity that I've done in this whole time. Um. So I've been feeling like exhausted for any little thing. So if I sound like, oh my God, okay, you guys, wait, let me take a breath. Like, okay, let me continue. It's because of that. Now, yes, you guys, so I'm sick. Yes, unfortunately. But at the same time, on the same token, gracias a Dios, I'm still alive. I am on day nine-ish, more or less, It's been a fog, you guys. It's definitely been a fog. Um, I didn't even know what day it was until I looked at my phone right now previous to recording this. Um, Let alone if it was like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday or whatever. But yet here we are and we got to be thankful for that. Now, I also want to begin saying that this is my account and my experience only. Um, everybody goes through, through different things. Everybody feels different. They have different beliefs. Please only take this episode as my experience and my experience only. And just my journal entry, my diary entry, whatever you want to call it, for my, my own history's sake. Because I want to be able to listen to this hopefully years from now and think about how crazy these times were and that. Hopefully by that time, everything is back to normal and that we can look back at this and say like, wow, remember when this and this happened? Like that shit was crazy, you know? Um, so definitely fingers crossed for that. 
and because i want to record this experience you guys i mean this is a major major thing um major thing so prior to christmas you guys prior to christmas uh my kids started feeling sick and you know so we began quarantining like the entire house since before christmas a little before christmas um and when that happened you guys and we began quarantining this household um we quarantined all of us together you know i i'm not the type that i was not gonna put my kids in a room and say you're quarantining in there and um i'm gonna knock and leave food outside your door and then you open the door and get no those are my kids. I'm going to hug them and squeeze them and kiss them and share drinks with them. And I don't care if they're sick. You know, they are my kids and they are my kids, you know. So I didn't care if they got me sick. Like I, 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 at that point, I didn't. These are my kids. I'm not going to hacerles el feo porque están enfermos. Like that's not how I run this household. So mind you guys, this is just me and me only everybody takes care of their kids how they feel is best and everybody is doing the best they can you know so this is not a battleground you guys and nothing you know so I knew it was only a matter of time before I got sick I knew it but I was also not trying to worry too much about it because it was something that I had already known like I knew it was a matter of time it's como anything else. It's gonna... I have this belief, guys, that everyone and their mom is going to get it eventually. It's just some people don't have symptoms. Some people have symptoms. Some people will never know they even had it. And some, you know, just whatever. So I was like, ya estaba yo esperando. I was conscious and ready. Um, Christmas happened. Everything was fine. My kids were already out of it. Um... And then a few days after Christmas, you guys, I woke up in the morning with like feeling just a little bit unwell, like a little bit nauseated, just a little bit unwell. No coughing, no fever. Um, and but feeling enough unwell that I was like, mm, like, let me go get, you know, let me go get tested because I want to know. If this is it, like, I already want to know and get it the fuck over with it, you guys. Because, I mean, this has been years already. And, yeah, you know, because trust me, you guys, I had been waiting for this for, like, since it started. Because I was just like, you know what? I already want to get it over with. I want to know that I already had it. And let's move on with our lives. Like, ya no vivir en ese miedo and this and that. So I was like, I'm not going to go through this and not know if I had it. And then never know. No, let's go. So I went ahead. I went to go get tested to one of those drive through little testing things. Now, mind you, those places, they don't tell you right then and there. Um and it takes like about a day or two for them to send you an email with your results and i also tried to buy those like at home tests but you guys they didn't have none at any of the pharmacies walgreens cvs is nothing they were all out of stock even online um they didn't have any so i was like okay let's go <clears throat> and then um so we went and there was a really long line and it was like horrible waiting you guys because the more time that passed the more 
asco que me empezaba a dar, like the more unwell that I started feeling. And when I say unwell, we are going to, I am going to be concentrating and meaning um, headache and nausea. Those two things have plagued me. You know, these um, have been my things, those two. And I was in the car, like falling apart, you guys, like between like the little growing headache and the nausea. I was like, oh, my God, just kill me now, you know. Um, and then, you know, so I went, I got swabbed and then we came back home and I went to sleep. I slept most of that day. And then come the nighttime is when I started getting like my headache just started getting progressively worse. Um, I am a migraine sufferer, you guys. And my migraine medicines were not working. My nausea medicines, because migraines for me, guys, it comes with nausea as well. So I had medication for all those things. And it was, kid you not, it was not working. It was like if I was not taking anything. And usually like when I have a migraine and I'll take like my migraine medicine within like an hour, it'll be gone. Or the nausea within, you know, 30 minutes, it'll be gone. Tell me why it was like if I was not even taking anything, you guys. It was not helping not one bit. And I was like, oh, my God. And it, but it was just like, oh, my God, you guys, it's because to me, the two worst pains that I'm just like, oh, my God, those in my lifetime, those two, I just I can't is a toothache and a migraine like those two right there go hand in hand you guys like I just I can't I handle them like I am a weak sauce when it comes to those things and um so the nighttime came and I tried like all the remedies that I had here like the teas for the headache ginger and all this stuff for the nausea nothing was helping and my headache was just getting worse and worse I went through like wanting to cry but didn't And, you know, just trying to be strong um, and write it out, you know, as best as possible. But when the migraine medicine wasn't working and my headache was just getting worse, that's when I was like, okay, no, I need something stronger for, for my headache. Like, this is not, it's not working. Now, I wanted at least one of those two symptoms gone. I knew, like, I could handle one or the other, either the nausea or the headache, but don't put both of them together, then you kill me, you know, um, so I finally, like, broke down, and I, I told my husband, like, you know, no, I can't do this, like, take me to, to the ER, um, so he took me, he dropped me off, and when I got there, I was hopeful, wishful thinking that it was not going to be that busy because the parking lot was practically empty and the inside was practically empty. Um, there was about, well, empty to the, the standards that I have seen yards, you know, on a regular every day um, years ago when it was really packed. Um, like... 10, 12 people. And when it's like a big uh, waiting room, it looks like it's a little bit of people kind of thing. So I get there, I check in. And 
And yeah, I just, you know, the waiting begins, you guys. The waiting begins. And I started to notice that they weren't calling anybody. But an hour would pass by, two hours would pass by. Maybe they would call one person. And when they would call that person in, they would just call him. They call, they would call them into triage, which is the little office right there. And then they would send them right back out to sit down and continue waiting. And I started to get worried when this lady, this older lady might be in like her late 70s, early 80s. Um, she went up to the, the window to ask, you know, if they knew how much longer for her to be seen. And she said, you know, I've been here, you know, nine hours. Um, how much longer? I haven't been given no- nothing for my pain, um, this and that. And, and I think that that brought a lot of things into perspective for me. And it also made me have that much more respect for the people that were already there waiting Like when you get into a situation like that and you get there in pain, right? And I'm talking about myself. I get there, right? I'm like, oh my God, this headache, this nausea, whatever. You don't know what other people there in the ER are feeling. You don't know if some of them can't fucking breathe. Because I did see two elderly people with like oxygen tanks. Um, And you start kind of like comparing your situation to theirs and you start kind of, you know, humbling the fuck down. Like, no, you know, like, look, listen to this lady. She's been here like nine hours. Like, what the fuck? I just been here for one and I'm already trying to complain, you know? No. So I thank God for all that experience that I was given in the ER, you guys, because you know, it just, it definitely does humble you the fuck down and it does, it does definitely make you look up and thankful for your situation. Um, and just offer all your pain and distraughtness and everything to God. Um, I'm not here to preach you guys, but you know, my stand. Um, so anyways, so, um, when that lady went up there, I was like, okay, it's we're in we're in here for the long haul like fuck in this by this time it was like two in the morning so two turns turns to three four five six seven eight i tell me why it's like nine o'clock you guys and my name finally gets called um this whole time i'm there you know with the headache and the nausea and all this and that and it gets called but not to go in to not even the triage you guys to a little corner of the er waiting room to sit there and wait it out like not wait it out but like they had converted this little corner of the er waiting room to like see you um and a nurse practitioner was there and she pretty much you know uh, took my vitals and i told her you know that my kids had been sick and that now i was feeling like this and my head was just you know pounding i needed something for my headache and they redid the covid um testing stuff and strep and like some other influenza testing mind you i had gone through that drive through thing but i still hadn't gotten the results back but in my mind i knew you know i knew um and 
so they go ahead and, and swab me and then I asked I asked her like how long it was gonna take to like find out because I'm I'm thinking they're wanting to find out so that they can of course give me the appropriate medication for this headache, you know, because I was like maybe I don't know, maybe it's a different type of medication for for a headache when you're sick with that or whatever. So she does this they do the swabs and then Guess what? They send me back to sit down in my chair in the, in the waiting room. We're still in the waiting room either way. I mean, in one corner of the waiting room and then you get, go back to sitting in your chair. That was all that it was. It was like a little just private little corner right quick. I mean, they were trying to improvise, you guys. They had no beds. I'm thinking that's what it was. No beds. And they were prioritizing people that... Um, yeah, that were really in need of a bed, you know? So I go back and I sit down in the little chair or whatever. And there I'm waiting for the hour. Um, and a guy comes out like a nurse guy and he's like, we're gonna, um, give you some IV fluids and give you some medication for your nausea and your headache. So they go in, mind you, they still hadn't told me anything. So he connects me up and you know i'm right there oh my god you guys let me tell you so he connects me to the iv right tell me why i start freezing like i started free my hands were like freezing my feet were freezing i know it's because of the iv you guys but like we're already in in an er um waiting room that's cold as it is you know because they have to keep it cold because whatever and then adding that and me having like no sweater, but like a tiny, I mean, it was just bad. You guys, I felt like I wanted to go home at that point. I was like, screw this headache, screw this, whatever. Like, I just want to go home under blankets and, and just let me die, you know? Um, but no, you know, like I was, and I, and I called my husband. And I was like, you, okay, you know what? You can come. I was like, because I need moral support right now. Like, I need somebody, I need to hug you, I said, because not only are you going to provide body heat, but I need that moral support. Like, I was feeling down and out, um, and I didn't know how much longer this was going to take, you know? Like, I I was just like, should I just walk out? Should I just leave? Um, but no, you know, I was like, no, we're going we're gonna to find out what the hell. So... You know, my husband comes and I'm right there like hugging him and trying to like just not think about the fact that I'm freezing to death. Um, And then the nurse practitioner, lady doctor, the one that had, you know, uh, seen me. So she comes out right to right there in the in the ER waiting room chairs Again, mind you, I'm not the only one that's connected to things out there. Like, they're literally connecting a lot of us out there. Like, if you're not that serious, they're going to connect you out there sitting down in your chair. So it was kind of like they were improvising. So this, so the nurse practitioner, she comes out and she stands right there in front of me, right? And I mean, come on, you guys. By this point, there's like a lot more people in the ER waiting room, you know? She like, she like says it so loud, you guys. Like there was no HIPAA, there was no privacy, no nothing at that point. You are screwed. Like there's no, 
like oh my god there's no privacy at all okay you're fucking screwed so she comes in she was like well we already we know what what your headache it's yeah it's it's a covid headache you you got covid like loud you guys like i could have you know dropped a a needle and i could have heard you know it was like that kind of like dramatic um silence I was just like, whatever, like, okay, whatever. At that point, I wasn't caring about, like, the privacy thing, you know? I was like, whatever, let let the world know. I don't care, you know? Um, but, yeah, there was no privacy. If you would have had something else, the whole world, you know, Pueblo Chico Infierno Grande would have known about it. Um, which also reminds me of that one time when, when they told me that I was pregnant at the ER and... And we will talk about that on another episode. It was it was kind of like a, something that still kind of like lingers to this day that I still don't know what the hell happened at that point. And but obviously somebody heard and somebody like it, you know, that was not their best intentions heard. And it was just a nasty episode, you guys. But um, we'll talk about that in another episode. Right now we're talking about the Rona. So so anyway, so she says it really loud, right? And I'm just like, okay, you know, so now what? And it's just like, I'm going to, you know, send you home with some vitamins and um, something for your headache and uh, for the nausea and, you know, be on your way. So that also calmed me down. When she said that, that also calmed me down. No, I didn't think I was going to die. Okay, let's begin there. No, I didn't. Um, but her saying that just made it that much better. And not only that, but, but like what I'm telling you, by me seeing that there was people in actual conditions that were there, it humbled you down to to knowing that you needed to be, you know, count your blessings. Um, so, you know, I get up and I'm like so ready to go, you guys, because I'm freezing cold and I just want to get into, you know, the truck and and turn on the heater and and get home. And um, and then I also hadn't eaten, eaten anything for like 20 in, yeah like 24 hours or a little bit more than 24 hours at that point so I was hungry um and so we came back home and I I was like you know what I'm gonna go in and sleep it away that's all that I knew I was like I'm gonna sleep it away um the medication they had given me for the headache and the nausea had taken the edge off of it so I was able to like fall asleep and And yeah, and that's when my fogginess began. I didn't know what days were anymore. Um, I would wake up. I would eat some Jello, um, use a restroom, throw up, and that was the pattern. Because every time I would get up, I would start feeling dizzy, and then I would start wanting to throw up. But I didn't have anything in my stomach, so it was not really, you know, it was kind of like just that asco feeling. Um, and that's what it was, you guys. That's what it was. It was the headache, the 24-hour headache, you know, that would 
just take the edge off with um, some of the medicine they gave me. Um, it would take the edge off enough to allow me to go to sleep. Um, but when I would wake up, it would be there again. The nausea, the disgusting nausea that would remind me of like morning after, um, morning after, <laughs> like a hangover, um, nausea, like, um, like, uh, morning sickness, um, and all those reminders of like, yeah, this is a reminder of you not to want to get pregnant ever again, because this is what morning sickness feels like. You do not want this shit. So, um, so that's what it was like I would wake up I would uh feel dizzy throw up lay back down take uh my medication vitamins um my husband would make me some teas and this is also where I want to take a moment um to thank my husband to thank my husband um for going above and beyond because he has done more for me, you guys, in this, you know, episode than he has ever done for me. Health-wise, I'm talking about health-wise, you guys, ever in my whole journey with him combined. And I'm talking about pregnancies. I'm talking about surgery aftercares. I'm talking about um, everything, no, guys, all those times did not even amount to half of what he has done this time. I don't know, like I said, if it's because we're older now and and um, I don't know, maybe at that time he was still more immature and he didn't know how to handle, you know, a C-section recovery help or, you know, all the stuff we went through. No, you guys, like he has been. He has been amazing, amazing, not only with myself, but he was amazing with the kids when they were feeling ill, um, making me all kinds of teas, making me all kinds of soups, um, making sure that I, you know, I stay on track of my medication because they gave me like some antibiotics at the hospital as well. And um, the doctor like really stressed on how I needed to make sure I didn't miss any. Um, and when I would like try to fall asleep without taking it, like he would be like, no. Um, and he would remind me and then he would be checking like my temperature, which no temperature, you guys, thank God, you know, I didn't get no temperature. Um, it has been very few coughing episodes and it's only been coughing episodes when I like over exert myself like for example if I go up the stairs really really fast because I don't know I heard one of my kids and I think she's I don't know she wants to throw up or something um then I'll like feel like I need to cough but aside from that like the headache and the nausea have been like the main thing um but he has been taking so much care of me, you guys, that I am will forever be grateful. And I didn't want to miss the opportunity to thank him for that because I feel like a lot of you guys that follow me because of me and the music aspect, you guys only know that side of him, the side that has no feelings, the side that um, 
yeah, that I went through a lot with him. And yet there's this other side of him that is a, a really good dad that I could never say he's not. You know, he might have not always been the best husband, but he has always been a really good dad and and now a really good husband. You know, like the way that he has been taking care of me, you guys, I can't I can't complain now. I've just I've been thankful, thankful to God that he that my husband has been okay. You know, now as you may or may not know, you guys, um, my husband is the only one that has been vaccinated. The only one that that got vaccinated in the whole house. Um, and I'm thankful to God that he did, that he did because, you know, maybe it was because of that, that he didn't get sick like the rest of us and that he was able to help me out, that he was able to help out the kids that he, you know what I mean? So everything happens for a reason. You guys look, you know, at that point, I might've been mad that he did and felt like, oh my God, you know, why did he do it? But now I see that everything happens for a reason and, and God knows why he allows certain things to happen, you know? Um, so anyway, so then that happened and he has been going above and beyond you guys, taking care of, of us and and my kids are, are out of it. Um, my littlest one, Luna, she is still... A little bit nauseated um she has got no fever it's just the nausea with her as well my other kids are already out of it um and me you know it's just the headache is almost completely gone away sometimes in the morning when i wake up i'll have that little lingering headache but at the same time i'm thinking maybe it's because i'm sleeping so much that that is why you know those little headaches that you get when you like oversleep like that but it's not 24 hours a day anymore like it was the first I went through like the first four or five days like that you guys like 24 7 migraine it was not going away um 24 7 nausea vomiting like um and and now the headache is almost completely gone away only for the mornings and sometimes like in the afternoons I'll get and if if I'm standing up straight or sitting up straight I'll get nauseated or I'll start getting dizzy but if I'm laying down or like leaning back I'm fine like I'm like how I'm doing it talking to you guys right now um and yeah you know just Gracias a Dios, I feel like we're almost all out of this and that this is only going to bring us back stronger. And I have I have faith in, in the antibodies and I do have faith in my, in my body. Because um, if we don't, what do we have, you guys? If we sit there and say, oh, I don't know, maybe, I hope. no. Just that, like we speak things into existence that are negative, let's speak things into existence that are positive. You know what? My body is fighting this and is doing a damn good job at it. My body is fighting this and it is going to bring me back stronger and it is building inside. It's building stronger. So the next time that something like this hits me, it's going to be like, oh, hell no. We already done know you like, mm, you know, and handle it, you know? 
um, I, I have faith in my kids' bodies that now that they're, that they went through it, their bodies are already, you know, stuff that we have to believe in that guys, we can't also just leave it up to science. And of course, faith, we got, we have to maintain the faith. If we don't have faith, we don't have anything. And that's, that's, that's for damn sure. Um, and of course you guys through all of this, um, I've also made my mandas. I don't know. Wait, is that, I don't know if, if that's the right word, something that I promised, you know, um, to God. And although I know it's going to be tough because I am only human And if you have been a friend of mine and you are a close friend of mine, like hardcore close friend of mine, like we have, you know, toured (laughs) together, you might know what this is that I promised and, and it's going to be tough guys, but, but I, I have to try. So um, <clears throat> let me see what else am I missing because I don't want to make this too long it's already at 33 minutes um, anything else okay so I can't smell right now I lost my sense of smell I don't know when um, but I can't smell I can mildly taste I can taste sweets or sh- like I could sugar is my freaking vice you guys Sugar is my downfall. It's not my downfall. I'm not going to speak that into existence. No, it's not. Sugar is delicious. And I love sugar. So, um, yes, I love sugar. And um, I could taste sweets. Um, And mildly everything else. Like the soups, I can taste them a little bit. Um... I'm trying not to eat such hard foods um, because of the nausea and the throwing up things, you guys. My throat was getting to a point where I was like, you know, like um, I didn't have nothing in my stomach to throw up. So my throat was getting really bad. Um, So I'm trying not to like eat anything that's so hardcore that if I have to throw up, it'll hurt my throat. Um, And... Like stuff that I enjoyed before, like chips and stuff, you guys, I'm not enjoying them, which is a good thing. Like, let's try to look, let's try to look at it in a positive way, you guys. If this has, you know, helped in any way, at least let, let's look at it as a like mini detox, mini detox from like processed foods, mini detox from like junk, you know, overall. Like I tried to eat a chip the last time. Like, it was not even, like, a regular chip that I would really eat. It would be, like, a Pringles chip or whatever. It was just not it for me. Like, the the flavor of it. And not only that, but it tasted like fake food. I don't know how to explain. Maybe because I have been eating nothing but, like, real food. Like, caldos and, like, lettuce soup. Um, lettuce soup. Cabbage soup. Which is delicious, by the way. Um... I've been eating like cabbage soups, um, like uh, just like the broth. Um, 
a lot of fruits you guys i've been like eating so many so many strawberries like i've been craving strawberries like a lot guayabas i have been um eating a bunch of jello just like the jello regular jello um because i i don't feel nauseous with that and some of the other heavier food i did um this morning my husband made me yams um that was delicious as well um and yeah you know just writing it out as 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 i go um and i can't wait to get out of this fog though guys because i do feel like like our house has been at a standstill like at a pause it's just weird like a weird thing that i want to break free from i want to be able to go out there and and go to my plant store and go to lowe's and go to home depot and get myself some other plants and return this one plant that i bought shortly before getting sick because i feel like that's just not the plant for me um and you know yeah just just go back to to that I'm so excited about, you know, the upcoming show um, in, in L.A. Uh, the, at the end of this month, you guys. My birthday is at the end of this month as well. Like, I'm going to be celebrating it with whoever goes there. Um, and, and yeah, you know, it's just, it's exciting. It's exciting. And it's also exciting to know that I am going to go, you know, and and go go to this show and enjoy myself knowing that this is like that I already went through a big hurdle and that I don't have to like not follow guidelines because of course we will forever follow guidelines you guys know but you know less stressed there you go and and you know just see you guys again and oh my god like I can't wait to talk to you and to tell you I'm so glad that we are all still here and that I'm seeing you and I can't wait to see Justin again Justin if you are hearing this oh my god I cannot wait to see you again like you have always always just put a smile on my face you'll forever be like one of my greatest friends ever in my entire life um and you know just to to laugh again to laugh again, to be on stage again, to, you know, and, and also this has, this has definitely helped with my depression, you guys, look how, how weird it is that something that is meant to put you in depression or, or more into depression actually did the opposite for me and turned it over and, you know, which I also think it's maybe because of the whole detox thing as well, because when your body feels better, you feel better, you look better. You know what I mean? Like, and I do feel even though I'm sick, like that I look better when I look in the mirror. <laughs> My face is like more clear, like, of course, because I haven't been eating junk food for like the past probably two weeks. Um, but uh, yes, you guys, um, aquí ando, aquí estamos y no nos vamos, soldada for life. Um, and I hope that whoever's hearing this, you know, que les di a little bit of animos if you guys are going through the same thing or anything similar with you or any of your family, please lo always look up above, look above, look above, look above. You're never alone. You're never alone in this. And everything happens for a reason, whether it's good or bad, you guys, at the end of the day, it happened for a reason, you know? 
Um, if I remember anything, you guys, I will come back and I'll make an another one of these. But I just wanted to update you on this. Oh, before I forget, you guys, um, we ended up refunding a lot of the orders that were made um, from a little bit, uh, think a few days before Christmas. Um, pretty much like the moment that my kids started feeling ill before Christmas, uh, we stopped shipping and I had them refund like the all the orders. I know there's probably one that still hasn't gotten refunded and that one because I personally have to go in there and do it. And I haven't been able to go into my office at all since this whole thing started. Um, but, you know, I'm sorry if, if one of your orders was one that got refunded, you guys, but I couldn't put you at risk and I couldn't force myself into, you know, doing any anything that had to do with the mind at that moment. I couldn't, if I'm barely starting to get out of the mind fog. Um, but yes, uh, I'm hoping to open up the shop, you know, as soon as I get better. Um, hopefully, you know, by the end of this month, um, things will be will be better they will be better we have to think positive and then um and yeah and then i can continue with the rest of the stuff my journey you guys you know my journey with the rest of the stuff that i that i want to get done and and all this stuff and i'm excited to you know proceed with all of that and to proceed with life and 2022 has to be a better year than 2020 and 2021 were put together Orale pues, you guys, I'll leave you with that. Se me cuidan, los quiero un chingo. Always and por vida, your homegirl is crazy. Checking out al ratos.